You are listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley, and I'm here to learn alongside you through meaningful conversations with health and wellness practitioners. This is your time to experience some mindset shifts, learn practical tips, and get excited about what is possible. We want you to own the power of choice in your personal well-being journey. Let's discover what's possible right here in our Twin Cities community. Hello and welcome to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Hilary Patzer. I am so excited for this conversation because Dr. Hilary Patzer has been known to be called the trifecta. She is a doctor of Chinese medicine, licensed acupuncturist, Chinese herbalist, and certified health coach living in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hilary is driven by empowerment through growth, health, authenticity, and movement. Along with coaching, she currently serves as the official sports acupuncturist for the Minnesota Vikings and treats professional, elite, college, and high school athletes from various sports. Hillary has had a very successful college athletic career and raced with the U.S. cross-country ski team for three years. She continues to compete in ski races, marathons, and triathlons. She competed in the Ironman World Championship and multiple Boston marathons. Her competitive experience provides her with a unique understanding of what pushing the body to its limit means and how acupuncture and coaching can exist. As a competitive skier, Hillary overtrained and acupuncture and coaching were the two things that brought her back to a whole healthy person and athlete. She pushed too hard, too often for too long and her body paid the price. The hardest thing to do as a peak performer is to take a step back, breathe, relax, and be patient. Mentally, she was watching her dreams, goals, and passions evaporate. She knew that there was something profound happening. She just needed to pause, be intentional, and receptive. Little did she know that this experience was setting the stage for her exceptional professional career. She knows what it takes to find and live in alignment with her authentic journey, and she can help others do the same. Here we are with Dr. Hillary Patzer. Hi, Hillary. How are you doing today? Hi, Cynthia. I'm doing great. It's really an honor to chat with you today. Yeah, I'm, gosh, just reading your bio and then also meeting you at one of the Well Connected events where we were, you know, just hands on each other's bodies, grounding each other. It was just such a beautiful experience. So I'm glad that we came back together and we get to have you on the episode. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. And that was a really fun and interesting and uncomfortable and just a really cool experience. And yeah, when you're like, didn't we work together? It was just like, yes, I thought so. And didn't I just, touch your chest and yeah. like touch your <laughs> Yeah. So it's really fun to be in this setting as well with walls down too, but in a different way for more, those were a lot of emotional and physical walls. And that was very cool. Yeah. That's amazing. I know those unconventional networking events. Love it. <laughs> oh, I wonder just to kick us off. I've been really enjoying asking people about their rose and thorn at this point in their lives. What's something that's been maybe not so great, maybe bothering you, poking at you. And then also what's a rose? What's something that's been going really well? So 
I love that question. And for me right now, I think my rose and my thorn are the same thing. And in thinking through that question, I am an introvert. I like to have a lot of quiet time. I'm very independent. And so I really need a lot of time by myself to, and that's physically too. I can't just be in the same house, but a different room. I really like to have my own time alone. And so I haven't had that as I work for the Minnesota Vikings as their official sports acupuncturist. And so we're in camp now. And so my life gets really hectic this time of year, but also my husband works for the Minnesota wild. And so we can't really plan too much until kind of the end of June time. And so I've had a lot of trips, sort of work trips prior in May and April, and then some trips with him. And so I think I had one weekend at home in nine weeks. And I love being in the yard. I love doing my tasks and my chores and then seeing friends and just having a quieter weekend. And I haven't had that. And so that's a bit of something that's like irking me. It's just, it feels wrong. It feels like I'm swimming upstream. On the other hand, I just got back from this amazing trip, this mountain biking experience in the backcountry of Iceland and with six other people and two guides besides my husband and I, and it was amazing. We had social hour, like all the time because we were staying in little cabins together. We were on the trails together. We were rooting for each other in this like incredibly difficult an amazing mountain biking trip where you're hiking up these peaks that like mountain goats shouldn't be going up and you're carrying your bike and you're crossing rivers. And then all of the other trips as well, very social. So my social battery, I have 10 of them full right now. So I'll be good for a while, but it also feels so good to me in that way where I just most specifically just got off this amazing trip with these people that like changed my life and the, in the way they view world, they're all super successful and educated and fun loving and supportive and just really amazing. And so I think it's both like, I'm really ready to have some time alone and some time at home in Minnesota to reroute. But I also am like, okay, when's our reunion? Like, when do we get to see each other again? So yeah, they're together. (laughs) Wow. That is incredible. Just everything that you do. It sounds like you just bring so much passion and heart and to find like your people on this trip, right? People who are also going at life full force, really taking advantage of everything. But yeah, you could, you only have so much steam in your tank. So (laughs) I hope that you get that time to reconnect, reroute. I I love that phrase of just rerouting into just daily life. Oh, yeah. Something about having a weekend at home to do things and catch up. Sounds really lovely to me right now, but I'm heartbroken. That trip that we've been planning for a while is now over. Mm, You'll have to make it annual. Definitely reunions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I know professionally speaking, you started with your training in traditional Chinese medicine And then you really focused in on sports medicine using that skill set. And for me, I know that's just something that doesn't click automatically in my brain. So what brought you into the world of sports medicine after your training? Okay, so 
traditional Chinese medicine or TCM for short, I'll be using those kind of interchangeably. I found it because of my athletic endeavors and my athletic passions. I had a lot of success as an athlete starting very young with swimming, with dance, with running, with cross-country skiing. And so I had all of this passion and this steam inside of me to be a really high-level athlete. And unfortunately, maybe too much steam. And I overtrained training for the Olympics. And so I started under my mom's suggestion to start seeing an acupuncturist in my hometown who had also been on the US ski team. And so she understood what had happened because she had experienced a similar thing. And through those treatments, I was just fascinated with everything that she did and talked about. And I looked so forward to my sessions with her and the way I felt after. And I knew it wasn't going to be a magic wand, but I started to feel myself getting stronger from the inside out. And really, when you close your eyes and you think about how big is your pilot light, mine was very dim. And, but I started to feel it growing through this connection with her, but also through reconnecting with my body in a different way, instead of using it, just use it or lose it, go as fast as you can do what you can. And then I'll try to take care of you so that we can recover for the next one. Really just diving into that nourishment when I had really broken myself. And so that also brought me a lot of pain. So when I started to fall down the ranks in cross-country ski racing, I had to figure out who I was as a person, like who was Hillary versus who was Hillary the skier who had been told they would be the best in the country, one of the best in the world. I really had to change my thought pattern. And so I wanted nothing to do with sports or athletics because it was painful for me. You know, you don't normally dive into what makes you sick, like what makes you feel broken. You don't, if you've had food poisoning, you don't go eat the food the next day. Sometimes you never eat it again. And so it took me a few years and all of my professors, my master's telling me like, you really need to dive into this and really hone in on it. And I wanted nothing to do with it. And then it became pretty blatantly clear at one point about four or so years in that I just needed to hone in on athletes of all levels, all skills, all sport, because that's really who I am at my core is an athlete, no matter what I'm doing, my vacations or mountain biking in Iceland and <laughs> things like that. So that movement is what makes me and to be able to dive into that with others who understand that. And it's like, we see each other, we can communicate on a certain level. I feel what they're feeling just because I've probably been there. And so that's how I started to go down that path versus just a one-stop shop, a general um, acupuncturist, TCM practitioner, and into really that sports medicine acupuncturist um, journey and hat that I wear. And it's brought you all the way to becoming the provider for the Vikings, which is just mind blowing to me. <laughs> I told my husband, he's, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> so, those guys are fun. <laughs> yeah. So it's amazing that you've gotten to this, this place where you're able to treat some major players in just our country and the state, everyone would be like, what? So I know it's easy to immediately think of acupuncture when we hear traditional Chinese medicine. And that was your introduction into the space as a, an athlete yourself. I wonder what are some other healing tools 
that you might use with Vikings players or your other clients under that umbrella of TCM? Yeah. So it's funny. And I super appreciate that question because yeah, people really do think that are, are a, a standalone, um, but we're actually TCM practitioners. So traditional Chinese medicine, those of us who are trained in the Chinese realm, there's also Japanese and Korean. And so this is just talking about traditional Chinese medicine and under that umbrella, actually acupuncture wasn't the first modality that they started to utilize because there weren't needles. And so they had really thin rocks and when they pierced you with a rock, like you bled a lot, they were thin, but you could only do so much 5,000 years ago. And so it actually started with moxibustion, which is um, mugwort. And it's an herb that they burn that helps with a lot of movement and cupping. So they had bamboo cups that they would soak in water. I use glass today. So it's called fire cupping. You can, there's a bunch of different kinds of cups. I prefer fire cupping and that's the traditional way of, that we're trained in school. They would soak it in water and they take a little burning something. We use cotton balls soaked in alcohol, but I don't know what they use. And they'd throw it under the cup and put the cup on the skin and it would cause that suction and the lack of oxygen would put the fire out. <laughs> so we do it a little differently. Now the fire doesn't actually touch your skin, but those were the first two modalities that were added to TCM and then herbal medicine acupuncture. And later we have electroacupuncture. We have scraping or gua sha grastins with the tool where you scrape the skin. And so any of those are really within the TCM modality, including what we call twina, which is Chinese massage or any mobile or manual work. So there's a lot. Acupuncture is just one of them. I think it's just the most popular. So that's why we're called acupuncturists. I'm assuming. I have no idea, but yeah, no, actually traditional Chinese medicine, you could do any of those and still have that same license that I have, even if you never even touched a needle. Are you looking to take your healthcare career to the next level? Northwestern Health Sciences University is preparing the next generation of healthcare professionals to not only deliver, but also advance healthcare. Northwestern promotes innovative models of integrative care to lead people to live healthier and happier lives. They offer 11 academic programs, including their evidence-informed chiropractic program, health and wellness degrees, including massage therapy, and both master's and doctorate degrees in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Northwestern Health Sciences recently added 100% online programs with a master's in integrative care, a master's in functional nutrition, and a health coaching certificate. The faculty at Northwestern Health Sciences is focused on the success of their students, which could include you. Go to nwhealth.edu to learn about their academic programs and find upcoming in-person and virtual enrollment events. So it's not just the needle. That's one tool. And that's so one tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's an important distinction because there, I know there are also people who are trained specifically in just acupuncture, but they haven't had the training you have of all the different modalities as well. Yeah. I think it's just, a, it's a big paradigm and, and it's, it's just this huge overarching umbrella of everything that we can do. And then I've added a stretch therapy and um, I'm doing a manual manipulation course here actually with uh, the Nashville predators here pretty soon going down with my husband. And so I'm always adding new tools in 
and my understanding of the body and how it works and my athletic background and how that all comes together with the knowledge that I just innately have in the body innately and book smart wise, right? Both like I can feel it. I've experienced it, but then I've also studied it makes adding new tools really fun, including this sports medicine piece, which I've, it's not just a name I made up. I'm actually through a a certification system. It's called sports medicine acupuncture. So the SMAC program, I've had about 400 hours of intensive training with cadavers, with injuries, how to treat them, what the homework would be, what it's called in the Western world, what athletic trainers would call it, all of that. So that really beautiful blend of sports medicine and acupuncture together, it makes it really nice to be able to talk to my fellow sports medicine professionals in whatever realm, because I just, I can understand them better. And I know on top of all of these skill sets you've developed in physically and energetically manipulating the body. You've also been able to build a business as a success coach. And so I I know it fits in together, but can you share with listeners how your background as an athlete influences your success coaching work and how that fits into everything that you do? Yeah. So for me, I was a uh, psych major and my undergrad. And I was always very interested. I'm the person who just sits back and watches and learns and absorbs and then remembers the most ridiculous things later on, because my mind is always cataloging what I see, what I experience, what I feel. And so I'm very kind of heady that way. And so then I went into the TCM world And in our profession, we do what we call an interview. And so that's when you sit down with the patient before the treatment and you really talk through a a slew of questions of what's going on in their life. And you're trying to figure out like, what's the root? What's the branch? What do you have going on? Am I missing anything? Is it yin? Is it yang? Is it chi? Is it what organ is involved? And so those are all the terms that we use that I don't frankly use very often with patients because it's confusing, but for the sake of here, like that's what we're looking at. We're looking at, okay, this puzzle piece, where does it fit? How does that go in? And I, from the very get-go of my practice, almost 15 years ago, would get into these conversations about in, in a coaching modality where people were like, I don't have to see my psychologist anymore. Like I just talk to you and in my head, I'm going, you should keep seeing them. I don't want that on my conscience and two, okay, I should be charging more, which tongue in cheek, I I still don't. But when a coaching program came up in the same school where I got my doctorate in Chinese and Chinese medicine and acupuncture, I jumped on and I was like, okay, let's finish what I call my trifecta, my sports medicine and who I am as an athlete, my TCM background, and then that psych side, because the body and the mind and any athlete, especially will understand this. Like it's not your body doing all of the work out there. It's your mind, right? Like you have to be really strong mentally to be able to push your body in any of these sports because your body wants to quit. It's your mind that kind of keeps you going. And so that was a really important piece for me to add in and then have tripped along the way, trying to find out who I am as a coach and what I am. And so I just really think the success coaching is just because I'm really good at taking 
motivated, determined, successful people already to that next level, like uncovering all of those fears that we have in that conversation that we're having with ourselves, the BS, clearing that, and then taking a step forward. I'm a straightforward person. I tell you what I think. I don't beat around the bush very often, but I'm also incredibly compassionate. When you're already at the top, but you know that there's more, it's a false peak that if you keep going, there's more, you need somebody who is going to be a straight shooter with you. Not somebody who's going to say, okay, it's okay. Yeah. You're doing a great job. You need somebody to really question that. And so I think that's where I come in where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's really cool. But I'm feeling like you're not content. You're not done you have more to give. And I love working with anybody in coaching, but that's really what gets my engines revving more and more because that's what I look for as well. I made it to the Vikings or I made it as the sports acupuncturist for the Vikings. This is my eighth season. And I'm like, okay, what's next? What's more where some people would be like, I'm good. I'm happy. This is where I'm making a living. I made it as one of the few that could make it to this level. And I'm like, okay, What's next? Not necessarily as professional athletes, but just where does my heart go now? It sounds like it's not just striving for the next thing and not being grateful and happy where you are now, but just knowing that's a part of the fun for you. That's a part of the excitement of life is I want to pursue that next thing because I love the journey of it too. Yeah. I love the challenges. I love the fatigue. I love sort of the thought process and how you trip through. And you could think of it as a race. You love the start and you get to that first aid station and that's really exciting. There's more and you're going to, you kind of strip yourself of who you are and rebuild and rebrand. And then it's going to happen again. And then you're going to have a little snack and you're going to feel better and you're going to want to quit and you're going to deal with the weather. There's all of these things, but you're going towards an end goal. And once you cross that finish line, you're like, what's the next race? What? Okay. I I did that. I'm so proud of myself. Like I did something I didn't know I could do. Now I want more. Not in, as you said, in a grateful way, in an exciting and a challenging way, you just, you believe that there's more that you can give. You believe you just want to juice a little bit more out of life, that excitement out of life. You're not just wanting to go, okay, cool. I'm here and I'm comfortable. It's no, you're, you want more. You're itchy. You're grateful, mm-hmm. but you're itchy. You're looking for that next thing. So then I volunteer at the Animal Humane Society. And I'm on the Minnesota Acupuncture Association board. As I said, it's not just about athletes and stuff. It's okay, what more do I add in just even in, in my daily life and what fulfills me? Mm, Yes. And that's such an important distinction because I feel like I was on the other end of the spectrum where I was all about the success and I completely lost sight of presence and gratitude. But to be able to merge the two and be able to have both. I think it's like walking a tight wire sometimes, (laughs) but if you can have support in that process, like that is amazing. And so I know for me personally, my coaching program was really transformational for me and it changed how I interact with myself, how I interact with people in my life. I'm curious how your training with success coaching, how that influences now how you interact with even your TCM clients if it's not a coaching session. Yeah. And I think I totally agree with you, right? Like you can't, 
I can't take TCM away from who I am. Like, what would your answer be if you didn't have 15 years in practice and four years of a master's? I can't, it's in my cells, right? Like I can't actually decipher my answer without being like, I am a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine, like period. So my answer is going to be colored that way. My lens is that color and I can't take that off. And the same is with coaching for me. I think, as I mentioned, like I was always focused on that ever since I was a small kid. My mom is a life coach. She wrote a book, Psychology of Success. So I also was raised that way, but I think it just fed who I was as a person. So I view and have viewed all of my patients through that coaching realm of, okay, you've got this going on in your life, but what's the story in your head? What's holding you back? Yes, we've got some physical pain. Is it physical or is it emotional manifestation? Or why are you driving yourself so hard? Why do you have to go to that race? Like why all of this stuff? And so I think I still view the world that way. I still view my patients that way. My friends, (laughs) I'm always studying and I always have been studying, sitting back, watching, absorbing, and then being able to reflect. And if they want express some thoughts, give them an invitation to what I'm seeing from the outside. If I put a, a mirror on them and reflected back again, I'm reflecting back with my color of glasses on, not theirs, but those reflections I think are so powerful in any interaction. And I think especially when you're in a really, you know, vulnerable situation in my studio where you're laying your heart on the line, I hope in hopes that I can find that end of the yarn ball and start unwinding what you have going on and how you got here. And so, yes, it probably just more solidified the way I view my, my life around me, the people on the sidewalk, the people who yell me and things at you, your patients, like all of that. But I think it just, as I said, solidified it. It didn't birth it. It wasn't the seed. The seed started, I think, when I was a tiny child and just found people fascinating in what they did and how they did it. And again, pushing myself to the limits when I was a tiny child and having to learn when I was like six, what success was at swim meets and how I was winning and how you keep winning and all of those things, I think just really fed into that success coaching um, part of me, which is why when that opportunity popped up, I was like, hells yeah, jump on. Let's do this. Let's really just commit to it. Yeah. Like this makes sense, huh? (laughs) Yes. Thank you for opening a window and a door and smacking me in the face. And it's up to me to then see that for what it is and take full advantage of it. Exactly. I'm so glad. And it's really refreshing to know and speak with you because I think sometimes people really pigeonhole themselves until, nope, I am this. And therefore this is my career. And I don't go outside of that. I recently heard the concept of this being a very like specialist society where our success is really marked by how good we are at that one thing. But here you are being like, no, we can actually wrap in these other parts of me that I know bring me value, that I want to bring value to others. And it's really wonderful how you've been able to bring them together under one umbrella of your business. 
Well Connected exists to help you discover the practitioner that aligns with your values. We believe that finding the right fit should be simple and maybe even fun. When you visit wellconnectedtwincities.com, you can search for local practitioners by categories like chiropractic or herbalism, or you can search by condition or symptom in the directory to find practitioners of various healing modalities who can help. Discover over 100 local practitioners, browse articles, take classes, and listen to interviews by these very practitioners to learn who is the right fit for you. No matter what it is, we are here to help you say yes to the next stop on your healing journey. For those out there who are looking for a success coach, someone who's looking for a TCM provider, uh, I'm curious, what are some things that you would recommend that they look for? If they're not like, boom, I'm going to Hillary because she sounds awesome. What are some ways they can vet for who's the right provider for them? Um, who's the right coach for them? If you could share some of your insight there. Simply say that I think you got to listen to your gut. I think referrals are best. Oh, wait, you should go see this person. Then have a look at as probably everyone you talk to says, look at their social media, look at their presence, look at their website. Does what they say seem to resonate? Is it consistent? Are they trying to sell something or are they just giving you their story? Are they being authentic, an overused word, but a true word? And you'll know it. I think we know it. Your intuition will feel it. And if you're feeling like, oh, this sounds really good, but do I really want to put the money in? And do I want to blah, blah, blah? Can I commit? I think that those are signs maybe that no, you don't. For me, after I graduated in, in psych, I really thought that I'd go into sports psychology. And I just, no matter what I did, I remember the US ski team is based out in Park City and we'd work out in the morning, we'd have the afternoon off and then we'd do a later afternoon workout. And during that time you have to rest. And I'd be like, okay, I'll order the study books and I have to have to apply. I have to get into to a master's program and all of this. And I just, I couldn't even order the books. And of course I could have, you just go on Amazon and you order up, but there was something saying no. And I think it's because one of my true gifts as a TCM provider is my hands and the way that I can feel the body. And so all of the trainings that I've done so often, it's you do this, you test this, you look at this, and I just need to get my hands on somebody. And yes, all of that is great. And all of that gives us a really great picture into call it a, an x-ray into what the, the body is going through and what the person is going through. But what I feel with my hands in the body, whether it be energetic or a physical something in the body, a tight muscle, a strain, where it is, that I think is one of my true gifts. And so I wouldn't have found that if I never went into a profession where I actually work on people. As exhausting as it is to be hands-on all the time, I think that's one of my gifts as a healer. We all, you're a healer, we're all healers. And, and so I really need that physical interaction with people along with the psychological. But I think you just, to go back to your original question, look at who they are, read their bios, have a quick chat with them. If they refuse to give you a free chat, they won't take the time to even call you back or email you back, answer your questions. Like it's a hard no for me. <laughs> I'm offering to pay you some money. Like you have to show me that you want me to come to you. 
And look at people who, you know, even if it's a small little window into, I think they're going to understand me in this way. Look into that. And I say, add a few. You don't take tools out of a toolbox ever. You just add more tools in. So you might work with somebody now that really resonates with you, that really speaks to you, that really helps you. And then they get to the end of where they can help you. Then it's time to look for somebody new, maybe. And then maybe you go back to them. So be open for whatever is presenting itself and hold on to them for what they're worth. It's like a relationship. You need to know when you need to get out of it, quote unquote, divorce somebody. Like that's true with patients. That's true with a coach for yourself or a practitioner for yourself in a real relationship with friendships, all of that. You have to be really honest with yourself. Like we are so dynamic and we change all the time. So don't be looking for that one diamond in the rough. Be looking for what can help you now. What feels good now? Is that a day? Is that a month? Is that a couple years? And then maybe you have to move on. So I think being really dynamic is very important, is one of the most important steps with finding that correct practitioner. And maybe somewhere along the line, I will be that right practitioner for you if I'm not right now. <laughs> I love that. Yes. It doesn't have to be one and done. It's, it's a journey, right? It's different characters in your life come in for a reason, and then they might be there that next chapter, they might not, but really being able to honor what is true for you in this moment is such a beautiful key in finding a practitioner. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And, and have a few, we, mm -hmm. we do right now. We have dentists, we have eye people, we have hairstylists, we have a, a general doctor, like all of these people, like you don't want just one coach, one psychologist, one acupuncturist. Maybe you need people who are doing multiple things for you because we are complex. We need people who can touch on all of those complexities because it might not just be one person and that has to be okay with the practitioner or the coach. And if it isn't, that is also a red flag for me. Like it has to be patient-based. Mm -hmm. It's not, I can do everything. No, I can do what I do and I can do it well. But as you had alluded to before, I still have so many things that I'm dabbling in and balls up in the air and adding more in. I'm not... I, I am laser focused in the way that I'm a sports medicine acupuncturist and a success coach and all of that, but I'm a little bit broad in the fact that I, I do want still all of those modalities and those tools to be powerful in my life and to empower me as a human. And I think that's how athletes are. We've gotten into this culture lately where every six-year-old has to decide that they're going to be a hockey player. And then they play hockey year round all the time. And they stop playing baseball and soccer and recess and all of that when they're specifying too soon. I think I still haven't picked a sport, right? Like I, I was, I did Ironman. So I still had three sports in there. And so I think be broad, be open. You don't have to be the best at all of it. Certainly be the best at one of it. Be open to where the journey takes you and what presents itself. And don't be scared to jump on board and take a real quick turn because you never know what's on that other side. Beautiful. Whether it is TCM or success coaching, how do people start working with you if they're interested? So just go to Jada, J-A-D-A studios, that's a plural.com. And then you will be taken to a website that's either acupuncture, massage or coaching, or just reach out to me. I 
I always get back to people within that business day, Hillary, H-I-L-A-R-Y at Jada Studios. Um, dot com. And I think you'll have all of this in the show notes and my phone number as well, but love communicating with people with potential clients and patients. And I'm really honest with people. If I don't think I can help, I, I let them know that I'm maybe not the best person that they need, but maybe this person would be a really great fit for them. Perfect. Yes. Everything will be in the show notes, all the links. So you can just check in and ask your questions, reach out. I wonder, Hillary, if there was one takeaway listeners were to walk away with from this conversation, what would you hope that would be? I think that these were threads that were throughout, but to be brave, be boundless, untethered and creative, give this life hell. We got it. We got to live. We got to live it hard with passion and honesty, when you need some time alone, go get that. But then when you're going for it, just go without fear. And I think to live a full life, you need to wonder about what's around the corner and appreciate everything that you've been given and love. Yes. Live that life out loud. (laughs) Yes. I love it. You walk your talk. I'm not saying you just talk it, but you do it for you with fun, with spunk, with humor, with that glisten in your eyes, just that passion, that unboundless passion. Thank you so much, Hillary. Dr. Hillary Patzer here, just living and breathing her message. (laughs) So grateful to have you on the podcast and just Really excited for people to potentially meet with you, have sessions with you. It sounds like such a treat. Oh, thank you so much, Cynthia. That's so sweet of you. Hopefully it all made sense. Sometimes when you're so passionate about things, you just verbally vomit and try to pick (laughs) up the pieces and be like, what did you ask me? Because it's so fun because I just, I really do just feel it. It it reverberates in me, but I really appreciate this opportunity to chat with you. You are just such a wonderful soul. And I feel just really honored that you were able to have this conversation with me and pull out these fun little seeds. Mm, Yes. You just keep doing you because you're beautiful. The work you're doing is beautiful. And I'm just grateful for our time together. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you so much for listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. Did you learn something new? Did you feel that spark of hope and excitement for what is possible? Because so much is possible. Tell us about it in a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only would we absolutely love hearing from you, but these reviews help our ratings and help other curious minds like you find this resource. We are always better together. Thank you again and see you next time.